joining us now, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Uh, Sprint is the network built for Unlimited uh, with great deals on great devices every day. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, Cougar great Rob Morris on The Big Show. Hi, Rob. How are you doing? I'm good, Jake. How are you doing? Hey, we are doing terrific, of course, uh, with the rivalry game coming up tomorrow. Always a fun time in sports radio. Uh, tell us kind of what uh, – how do you view the rivalry now that you're a ways away from playing in it? Do you still get excited about it? Do you do you get pumped? Do you get nervous? How do, how do you react to it when it comes around every year? Uh, you know, honestly, up until recently, I uh, it really wasn't on the radar, man. And, uh, you know, with Kalani back and with the game – you know, being competitive, um, I pay a little closer attention and uh, you know, excited about it. Obviously, it's a huge game. I think it would set the tone early on. So, yeah, I'm excited about it. Unfortunately, I'll be traveling and won't be able to watch it this year, but I'll be uh, paying attention. What uh, what frame of reference do you have with that game, Rob? What comes to mind? Uh when they dinged it off the upright. I don't know what year that was for me, but we were, uh, you know, we, I, I remember I had broken my thumb and I was playing with this big cast and the game kind of comes down to the wire and they, they're they going to extra point or field goal or something and it bounces off the upright and, you know, we win up there at, at their place. And, um, you know, when I was playing, it was always, it were always really close, really close games. So uh, it was it was exciting to be a part of that rivalry. How much has the dynamic changed, do you think, with them not being in the same conference? I think it's changed a lot, honestly. I think it's a different animal. I don't think it – I mean, I think it means a lot, but I, I think the programs are in different places. Um, I think to some extent, you know, going in different directions. So, obviously, it's a big rivalry thing, but it, I don't – it doesn't have the implications that it used to have. You know, it, it used to – be a game that would decide, you know, bowl games and things like that. Or um, so I think it's lost a little bit of that. I don't know what it's like for a fan, but from my perspective, that's kind of what it seems to be like. And I, I wonder if it's lost more for Utah than BYU. But I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting to poll fans and see what they think. Rob, when you were out on the field and the crowd was really into it, did you notice that? Did that have any impact on your play? Are you so focused on? your assignments and what you're supposed to be doing that from an emotional standpoint, you didn't feel a lift or feel a drag? No, man. I, I, Gordon, I think you get a lift from the crowd, particularly, I think it depends on where you're at. When you're at home on defense, um, you know, you got the crowd. When you're on the road on defense, you know, oftentimes you don't get that jolt from the crowd because obviously they're being quiet because their offense is on the field. So, but I can remember the times, you know, I played uh, in the RCA Dome, which was one of the loudest. I mean, it's this tiny little ghetto uh, dome, uh, but it got so loud in there. It, it gave you a little boost on defense, so I think it does help. Rob Morris is with us, 97.5 in 1280 The Zone. Rob, uh, Coach Sataki's contract runs out in 2020, and kind of usually in college football, uh, this is about the time that they get contract extensions, and Kalani didn't get one this offseason, and it's kind of raised some speculation. But I guess the, my question for you is, do you think he's the right guy for the job? I do. I, I really do. And uh, I'm biased. I, I admit it. You know, Kalani um, – Maybe a month ago, you guys know John Tate, my good buddy. He was in town, and he was staying with me, and Kalani came over, and we spent – we must have sat around my couch for 
five or six hours just just talking ball and talking about BYU and what he's doing. And, man, I'm convinced more than ever that he's the right guy. I think he cares about the program. I think he's doing it the right way. Um, I, I do. I think he's the right guy, and I hope they can lock him down. What's Big John Tate up to these days, Rob? He lives out in the East Bay area, and, um, you know, he's out here quite a bit. He's some film work, and, you know, he got that left tackle money, so he's <laughs> have to go back to food on the table. He's living a good life. But, yeah, he's around quite a bit, and I see him quite a bit doing well. How important do you think it is for, for Kalani to win one of these? And I, I want to say rivalry games because I want to ask you more than just about Utah and BYU, but how, how important it is, is it for them to beat Utah or Boise State or Utah State or all three or two of the three? I mean, do you think those games carry more weight for him? I don't know if they – I think winning games carries weight, right? So in that light, you got to win some football games. And particularly with the schedule that they have right out of the gate, you've got to get some wins. I mean, and so those are, you know, some, some in-state rivalry games. But I don't know that it – I'm not sure. You know, if you if you go through the schedule and you lose three games, you know, you're nine and three or whatever, and, you know, you've lost a couple of in-state. I don't know if that's – you know, that's that's a winning year. So – I think winning games is what's important. I think for the fans, it means a lot to beat those teams. But I think you got to win football games, and in order to do that, you got to beat some of these teams. You know, the Boise States, the Utah State. So, Rob, so I, oh, go ahead. I think Sorry. yes, but for a different reason. Yeah, go ahead. What uh, What's your relationship like with Kyle Whittingham, and what do you think of him as a coach? Um, my relationship with him, I, I met him. I've met him a few times. I, I, I don't know him real well. I've been up at. You know, Steve Young's uh, charity ski deal with him at Sundance one year. I like him a lot as a person, and I think he's a great football coach. I, obviously, I've never worked with him or played for him, but uh, obviously his record speaks for itself and what he's done with that program at Utah. I mean, people are talking about Utah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, th- I thought somebody was talking about them being, you know, a playoff contender this year. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a huge deal, man. I, I'm not sure that anyone was talking about that back in the day. So Kyle has taken that program, I think, to another level. When you watch football games, let's say you're just walking by a TV set and you you watch for a minute. Do you break it down? Do you analyze what's going on on the field and and to some extent critique uh, defensive schemes? Or or do you just watch a game and sort of mindlessly uh, uh, just follow along? Yeah. No, I I do I don't I don't know if I critique it sort of verbally, but I but I do watch the techniques. I think when you've played a long time, you understand what guys are supposed to do, and you'll see you'll see a big run breakout, and then you'll you know the other guys you're with, or you know they're kind of yelling at the guy that it seems like was his fault, but you know that that three technique on the line was not in the right gap, and he got two headed or whatever, and so you're kind of like yeah. <laughs> really not that guy's fault it's that guy's fault so i think i think that just comes from i think especially being a middle linebacker in the nfl where it's you're constantly diagnosing and you have to know what everybody does so yeah i think i watch it from maybe a little more of a tactical standpoint um 
but I'm not like a fanatic about football. I, I mostly go for like the nachos and you know hanging out with my buddies. So, <laughs> Rob Morris is know. with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Rob, one of the benefits of BYU being independent is that they get to play some some big time schools. And BYU starts with Utah, but then they go to Tennessee and they host USC and host Washington. Obviously, they beat Wisconsin last year. They played some real big time opponents. When you were a player, how much would that appeal to you? Uh, it would appeal to me a ton if we had, like, Murray State sandwiched in there somewhere and Idaho State. Um, I don't know how much it would appeal to me, like, looking at this lineup that they faced. But, uh, no, it's exciting. I think I like the Pat Hill approach, man. Any, anybody, anytime, place. And uh, as a player, I remember we played in Alabama, and that was just an awesome experience. It was uh, that was one of the you know my fondest memories from college, even though they stomped us. But I think if you're a competitor, you want to play those kind of teams, and, and you know it may not be ideal um, when you're trying to get back on track. But if you can beat those guys, then you know you're you're back on the right on the right path. Rob, I know we've talked about this in the past, but as you – and I'm not saying you're breaking down every BYU player and judging him and uh, writing down observations on a chart or anything like that, but how would you judge on the whole the caliber of athlete that they're getting down there? Oh, man. I, I have to be honest with you. If I, I don't even know if I could make a call. Okay, just Just my sort of – outside, completely uneducated uh, opinion. I mean, we haven't been winning a lot of games, so I, I just, you know, my, my belief is the players win games. Obviously, coaching helps, but you got to have some big-time dynamic playmakers. Um, I, think, I think you had one of those in Taysom Hill. So there's been a few, but maybe I'm just stuck in the glory days, but it seemed like you always had, we, we always had two or three of those sort of dynamic guys on both sides of the ball, and um, so I, I don't know if I'd be the right one to ask that, but uh, you know, win ten games, and I think that'll that says a lot about your talent level. A couple more questions for you, real quick, Rob. Have you been had yes. a chance to watch Kyle Van Oy with the Patriots, and what do you think of of uh, the way his career is unfolding? Uh, a, a little bit, Gordon. I, I can't figure out why you guys keep having me on the show to talk ball. I'm like the, the least uh, – I follow football about the least of any retired uh, football player around. <laughs> what, should but, we, uh, what should we ask you about, Robbie? We should we ask you about uh, painting and politics. literature? We should talk politics or something. <laughs> no, Kyle's a good player. Here, here's what Kyle is. Kyle's versatile. and I mean, that's, that's Belichick's mold. He wants guys that can do a bunch of different stuff. Kyle can rush the passer. He can run. He can get in the coverage. He can play special teams. And that's I think. I think you know, watching Kyle throughout the the time. You know, when I spent my one year down at BYU, he was there. Just a versatile guy. He can do a lot of stuff. And you can have success in the NFL if you can do that, particularly with a guy like Belichick. I wanted to also get your opinion. Uh, because I bet you have some really thoughtful uh, comments to make about Andrew Luck and uh, his decision to retire from football. Uh, you know what it's like, Rob, to live in pain. You know what it's like uh, to to have to try and keep coming back when 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 your body just is rebelling against you. What do you think of his retirement? I love it. I, I mean, I say more power to you. 
I think you could make an argument, you know, why why then at the end of the preseason, man, when it when it's time, I think you kind of know it's time. He's made a ton of money. Um, you know, he's educated. He's got a family. He wants to have, you know, a normal life. I, I mean, it, it's tough. I, I've had a ton of surgeries, 13 or 14 surgeries, and a bunch of concussions, and I feel it every single day. And it prevents me from doing certain things. Not a lot, but if I had made his type of money, I, I don't see any issue. I, mean, I think what people forget is this, it's not like you're dealing with a bunch of NFL owners that are loyal to players, and all of a sudden Andrew Luck retires and he's done some great disservice to the NFL and to the owners and to the fans. And Forget that. I mean, it, it, this is, it's not a league where people are patting each other on the back. It's... They're trying to make a livelihood, you know. He loves the game. It doesn't seem like he loves it anymore. So get out. And the last question for you, Rob, is if you had a day to do anything you wanted, anything, what would you do? How would you spend it? Do, do I do I have a superpower or like a super talent, or do I, is it just me? <laughs> it's just you. Oh. Well, that kind of ruined the question for me. Um, <laughs> or you can answer it the other way if you want, Rob. Whatever you want. Look, Take it and run with it. Look, listen, Gord, if I, I would love to have a, some musical ability. I would love to be like a rock star or a concert pianist. Or I would, I would trade every ounce of my athletic ability to be able to, you know, be in a Broadway musical or something. So, oh, wow. you know, maybe that's what I would do is get some kind of device to change my voice and, and be and, and perform in front of an audience, perform some kind of, I would sing, uh, I would sing LCD sound system song, dance yourself clean. <laughs> That's what I would do if I had one day. All right. That's I a like good it. answer. Yeah, That's really a good. good answer. Uh, well, Rob, we, we love having you on the show. Thank you very much for doing it and enjoy the game on Thursday. Uh, anytime guys. Take care. The great Rob Morris, former linebacker at uh, BYU. He wants musical talent, Austin. How do you like that? I liked him even more. I've, I've, Rob's always been one of my favorite people because he is more than just a former football right. player. He's a brilliant mind and Very a deep thoughtful. thinker. Yeah. But now he wants to be in a musical. He's my hero. I love this guy. <laughs> That's a good answer. I'm going to get a Rob Morris tattoo. That's a good answer. <laughs> that might creep him out a little bit. I don't care. It's my body. <laughs> what would a Rob Morris tattoo look like? Would you just get his name or like a like a, like a portrait? It'd be a freight train but with his face okay. on the end. Like like Thomas don't, the Train. Don't do, but. don't do that. I don't think he'd like that nickname. It's my body. <laughs> That's his nickname. You know? My body. Would it bother my you? tattoo. Would it bother you guys if somebody got your face tattooed on their butt? No. It wouldn't? Yes. Why, why? <laughs> it depends on who is doing it, I suppose. What's that got to do with it? Well, you can get my face tattooed on your butt, Gordon. Sure. Knock yourself out. That Does wouldn't offend drop? me. Did you get that? Uh, oh, yeah. We'll hear that several right. times oh, over good. the years. Terrific. <laughs> Terrific. Oh, that's funny. What an odd question. How would you. you spend a day if you could do anything? If you were suddenly, uh, someone gave you some talent. <laughs> wow. No, I mean, I mean. Something I different. tell you. I mean, something different than your talent. As and he took offense to you earlier. I, I'm going to go home. <laughs> and that didn't come out the way I meant it. Go I'm, home and cry. No, I meant the ta- you know, like Rob said, go cry your talentless head to sleep. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, I I think being a rock star is the dream. Yeah, I think yeah. that's I think that's that's totally the dream. Yeah. I'm with him on that. Yeah, that's something. And good. I have such little musical ability that, yeah. you, you know, <laughs> it's always been something, right? Austin, I'd probably be right up your alley too. Huh? I'd be raw. I'd be all over that. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to be rock stars. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I thought uh, that Austin was going to go with like. Uh, what's that dude's name? Kobayashi, the the hot dog guy, <laughs> Which is or Joey dogs. Joey Chestnut. Chestnut, yeah. Or I, I... <laughs> I'm getting it from you now, huh? It was too easy. I'm sorry. I apologize. I should not have. No, now, this is this is where we want to be. Now, Let's go. Now, if you're gonna if you're gonna perform on stage. Do you want to be a vocalist? you want to be out front, a front man? Do you want to be on the guitar? Do you want to be banging the drums? What, do you, what, 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 play, what place do you want to be? you got to go with the front man, right? Saxophone player? Oh, I'd be the worst Scott Stapp there ever was. <laughs> You'd be up there with all the classic rock star poses and whatnot? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty funny. John tweets in to the show, and you can always tweet at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. Uh, says, Rob Morris starring in 1984, the musical. <laughs> pretty hilarious. I could see a lemma in that with him. I yeah. could see a lemma in there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a really, really good point. All right, more big show straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.